Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, midweek. Rusty here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. You are listening to the best midday radio this town has to offer. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom live. Hi. From a fort in Kansas City of her own making. Good day to you, ma'am. How how are things and- out there? And to you as well. Uh, things are good. I have not been outside yet today, so oh, okay. air conditioning uh, is a gift. Hey, I understand there were some big uh, storms there last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, as I was about to go to bed, a storm ran through. I guess depending on where you lived, it could have been more fireworks. Um, but there were definitely some beautiful skies on offer yeah that i've seen pictures all over the socials yeah keep them coming those storm skies can be real pretty as well as dangerous <laughs> well i'll tell you um what i think might be uh dangerous and that oh. would be a like podcast with wendy williams oh yeah so uh colleen you've got the latest in fact on where we are at with this supposed alleged podcast from our good friend Wendy Williams. What do we know? Well, um, what we know is she, you know, I know you guys were talking, I think maybe you talked about her new Instagram, the Wendy Experience Instagram, um, that that kind of came out of nowhere last week. Well, that's allegedly and, the name of her podcast. Right, exactly. So that's, so clearly that's laying the groundwork for the fact that she's going to have a podcast, which we knew about, she's talked about it, called The Wendy Experience. Well, I don't know if you guys have looked at the um, Instagram, her Instagram account in the last couple of days, but there are a few posts. Well, let's just listen to one of them. This is the tease for the Wendy Williams podcast that was uh, first dropped on The Wendy Experience Instagram. Fabulous. Let's listen. Wendy Williams, podcast experience. They don't know how to count me out, but they don't know how to count. Oh, well. They don't know how to they count, don't know me, how to out. count me out. But they don't know how to count. Yeah, I don't know what she meant by that. What oh, she well. That? I don't know. I mean, I think what they're tr- she's trying to say is don't count me out. But there was a lot of extra stuff in there that I'm not sure about. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is we don't... That that didn't give us any indication of when the Wendy Experience podcast is happening. It didn't tell us really. No, like, it just told me that we don't know how to count. Yeah. 
I don't know if she means like days until the podcast drops. Yeah, or... I think to your point, I think she meant like they don't, like don't count me out because I think the assumption that she is working off of or whoever is getting her to say these things. I think you'll have more on that in a moment. Uh, believe that we have counted her out because she's no longer able to do her daily talk show. And they want us to think, don't worry, she doesn't have to do that dumb talk show anymore. She can do her own podcast, right? Right, exactly. And uh, as you said, a little more on that in just a second. But I also wanted to make note of the fact that there's another post Mm. in that The Wendy Experience. I mean, go look at it because it's it's interesting, but there's a post of her out shopping where she's in the Louis Vuitton store yeah. and she, Wendy Williams, who probably has purchased much Louis Vuitton in her life and been gifted much Louis Vuitton in her life, calls it Louis Vuitton. Okay. okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Something is This weird. is what we do. Louis Vuitton. You know, Louis Vuitton. I think the thing that I, every time I would see an update to the Wendy Experience podcast Instagram account, I thought to, I would think to myself, all right, where are we going? What's going on with this? Oh, look, she's actually sitting in front of a computer. Oh, look, she's actually doing her signature like hand thing on a couch. Maybe she's, what is she going to be saying about what's coming on the podcast? Like, who's the first guest going to be? When is this dropping? What kind of conversations are we going to have? None of the posts on the Wendy Experience podcast Instagram. And again, it's not Wendy Williams Instagram. It's a Instagram account that claims or purports to be the home for Wendy's podcasts. And it right. even says in the the bio, jump on board for the new wave and everything Wendy Williams. The Wendy Experience will be unforgettable, but there is nothing specific about any of this, which tells us, does it not, Colleen, perhaps, that there's really not much happening with this Okay, podcast. listen, yes, and also, she's doing interviews, and here's what I, okay, so I'm going to tell you about the interview she did with The Post, but before I do that, I just want to pull the curtain back just a little bit okay. and let the world know what we know, which is if you have experience putting together a podcast is not a particularly, it, do, it doesn't take months. It, it can, depending on how you're planning it and how you're booking things. And, but yeah, she should be able to have, for the amount of time we've spent talking about it, mm-hmm. She should have been able to have something up and running by now. Yeah. And by she, we mean also the people that are behind her. Because you would imagine, again, I said put uh, more on that later. But, like, there are people behind the scenes because somebody's filming this thing. It's not just Wendy, like, and again, I would say, like, if I just wanted to start a podcast, well, I would click record and then I would release it. But if there's right. a team behind you, you would imagine even more so you're going to have some prep. You're going to have we're, we've already got a rundown of who's showing up. We're going to tell you what's coming this season. I mean, we do this. So right. and we Wendy don't did have... radio. <laughs> yeah. Wendy did radio for umpty foo years. Yeah, I mean, she's a pioneer. You yeah. You don't need months to prepare for that. She she woke up, walked into a studio and every day did a new and unique 
radio show. Yeah. So all I'm trying to say is, and I'm not saying podcasting is easy, and I want to be clear about that. But what I am saying is for a person with the history in broadcasting that Wendy Williams has, if she were going to be, if this podcast were a real thing, it would be happening. Or at least we would have a date for it. So she she's out, but she's doing all the promotion for it with nothing to deliver. So she did an interview with The Post. And in this interview with The Post, they make note at some point in the interview that her manager, Will Selby, is shortly is like nearby her, but off camera. Now, sadly, there's no video of this. Um, it, it must have been like a, a Zoom call for their interview, but there isn't. They're not providing video with it. They're just providing like an, a written account of what she said. Okay. So they they addressed a couple things, and the first thing they addressed was the show. So they talked to her about why she failed to make an appearance on the last episode of the Wendy Williams show. Yep. And she said, Wendy Williams said, Demar Mercury didn't ask me to do that, so I didn't. I sat in my apartment, and I watched it, and mm. I was like, eek. Mm. So she didn't love it, apparently. She said, Demar Mercury in my opinion, should have done it with me, Mm -hmm. not these other people on the Wendy Williams show. And then she said, except for Fat Joe, I love him. He's my favorite. Now, Fat Joe, you might be thinking, what does he have to do with anything? Yeah. Well, Fat Joe has a podcast of his own. Mm -hmm. Which I think we've talked about. We have, because you will remember that it was on Fat Joe's podcast that she announced that she was going to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Now, Fat Joe also filled in for her on the Wendy Williams show during Mm -hmm. the time that she was out. So there's like some connection there with Fat Joe. And she had said at one point, like, I wish you would have, like, I want you to fill in for me when I'm gone. She was saying this to the, during the interview with him, like that she wanted him to fill in for her, you know, uh, kind of hinting at the fact that she didn't want Wendy or uh, Sherry Shepard doing it. Right. And Fat Joe, I believe, hosted the show with Remy Ma. So anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's got a relationship with um, with Fat Joe and she likes him and it's obvious. And so I'm curious about him behind the scenes. Moving on. So just put Fat Joe in the back pocket. Okay. She was asked about the podcast and I'm going to tell you what she said to the post, Bradley. And I want you to remember the video that we saw of her talking about the podcast okay. on TMZ. Yep. Okay. Yep. So here's what she said to the post in an article that they published uh, within the last couple of days. Quote, if you're extremely famous, like I am hosting a podcast will make more money than being on the Wendy Williams show. Okay. So Bradley, mm-hmm. When I asked you to remember Mm -hmm. the TMZ interview, (laughs) what say you? Well, are you referencing the... Because she said something like that during the TMZ interview, but it wasn't the same if-then statement. It was like, if you're like me, uh, you can make... I don't remember exactly what she worded. You tell me. It it was it was similar it was similar yeah. enough it was it's like all the all the points are there so it's like she it's said a talking something point. about being exactly like she's, she's been, very famous she's been told she, if, this and she's she yes. is just repeating it if you're famous and i'm very famous 
I can make a lot of money on the podcast, and the podcast will make more money than television. Which is a lie. So, I, actually, it's what not she's a lie. Being told. But what I'm saying is, I, because again, I think she, she can be successful regardless of what she does, if that's what she wants to do, and she has the ability to do that. But there's been some question about whether or not she's able to do that. But to your point, when she says that out loud, it sounds like somebody told her, oh, yeah, you can't have your show anymore, but you can make even more money as a podcast, which sounds like somebody yes. trying to sell her on a podcast, right? Yes. And then when she is in interviews and parrots that, that's it. That's exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like somebody has told her this. And so she's telling other people this. Well, then she went on to say, what I want to do is podcast and I want to have a restaurant. Okay. I mean, I do too. What? I don't want to run it, but I would love to have a restaurant. Apparently, she said there's no set release date for her show yeah. or the opening of her restaurant that oh. she wants to open. Which would be, and this is a lot of details for for the post, a seafood-centric parlor that she would establish either in New York City or New Jersey. What? Okay, right. I am all here for a seafood-centric parlor. I'm, I'm seeing some velvet curtains mm-hmm. and like a big flaming chafing dish of lobster tail. I'm yep. all here for that. Seafood tower. Yes, for days. The seafood Eiffel Tower, the seafood leaning tower of Pisa. I'm here for all of that. But can I just say, do you feel like somebody's taking advantage of her? Okay, thank you for saying that. Let me read you the next thing she said. If I don't do anything else, including podcast, I would love to fall in love. I want to bleep. Okay. Then she I mean, who looked to her manager, Will Selby, who was off camera and said, excuse me, I'm gorgeous. Can I bleep? <laughs> I mean, that's Wendy. That's definitely Wendy. It's definitely she Wendy, says, but it's also definitely Will Selby has something to do with yeah, all of this. I, well, that's why I say that, because the reason I'm saying all this is not to sort of cast any aspersions on Wendy, because again... If Wendy's in a place to do these things, I don't doubt that she can be utterly successful in the podcast realm, just like she was on TV, just like she was on radio. But if, but the way this is being played out and the way that she's sort of being paraded out to all these different media outlets, we've watched with our own eyes the TMZ interview, wherein she lifts up her foot at one point, and there just is something, dis, no pun intended, disjointed about every single public appearance that she's had in the last year, which makes us wonder if she's okay. And and also we've got these reports that there are financial uh, problems going on. And remember, I don't know that we ever have learned the resolution to those financial questions that Wells Fargo and other major financial institutions had. And so it just leaves us all with this idea that something's not right. And I want to make sure that this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Her own brother has said that she is struggling and that she is pushing her family away, which by all accounts sounds to me, think of all the Hollywood people. And Holly could probably tell us exactly who these are aging Hollywood stars who slowly but surely get taken advantage of by people who think they're going to like because they see a meal ticket. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. So much dirt. Sorry, I'm still bringing it in for Holly. What's the latest, girl? <laughs> well, the latest is that Britney Spears literally ran out of gas on the 101 in Los oh, Angeles. God, oh, nobody girl. wants to do that. Uh, How did that happen? Well, she didn't fill her tank enough. <laughs> Simply, Britney. Literally, so Britney Spears. <laughs> Which, by the way, let this be a reminder to us all. I literally have eight gallons in my, or not eight gallons, eight miles in my tank. So I got to stop before I oh, get you to the gym stop. or I'm going to, mm. I'm going to end up like Brittany on the 101. Yes. I, you know what? Listen, I never let it get below a quarter tank. Do you know how many times I've been rolling into the gas station after it started dinging? <laughs> like where it's like, bing, bing. And you're like, okay, let's go. So Brittany. Okay, I don't live on the edge like that. You're not alone, girl. So that's apparently what happened to Britney Spears last night. So law enforcement sources tell TMZ they got a call around 10 p.m. last night for a report of a white Mercedes blocking the third lane southbound on the 101. blocking traffic, girl. In the valley. And I will tell you, the 101 in that part of Los Angeles is very busy and rather aggressive. Now, officers say when they responded, Britney was seated in the back seat of a passerby's vehicle. Oh, man. With TMZ reporting that. Brittany informed officers she ran out of gas while driving and her car quit in the middle of the freeway. Okay, wait. Can so you just somebody, like roll like, to a stop at the side of the road at least? What were you saying, Colleen? Well, I was just saying, so some, are you telling me like somebody was like driving by and was like, that woman needs help? Yes. And was like, here, ma'am, I'll help you. Oh, yeah. And the ma'am was Brittany Spears. So it seems I would see myself. I would, that and more. Wow. So there would need to be two two cleanups on aisle four. Right? 101. I'd be like, I'll give you a spot in the back of my car. And then I would just lock the doors and pepper her with questions. I'm sure she That sounded really more aggressive that. than yeah, I really was. Yeah, no, I, first of all, I would let <laughs> her sit in the front seat because the front is yeah. more comfortable than the back seat. Um, unless she wanted to sit there. And I would sit in the trunk if she wanted me to. I mean, like, literally, I would be just... Beyond and beside myself. Oh boy, Colleen and Bradley and Britney Spears star in Misery too. Ana <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, de Armas feels that the constant media attention her relationship with Ben Affleck got was so horrible it made her move no. out of Los Angeles. No. Oh yeah, I will not. I, I will don't. Not don't this. even get me started. She's on the cover of Elle magazine's August issue, and she said that all of that media scrutiny. Uh, was one of the reasons that she left Los Angeles. Says the person who showed up for those paparazzi walks on a 
regular basis. That's right. Yeah. They walked the dogs. They got coffee together. She Does and she played with Affleck? the kids. Remember on the lawn with that giant cutout of her head. Cardboard cutout of her. Yeah. yeah. It was her whole body. Yeah, her entire body. Uh, You know, these two called it quits. Clearly, Ben Affleck has moved on. He is engaged to Jennifer Lopez. Ana de Armas has her new Marilyn Monroe movie that's coming out in September that will stream on Netflix. Yeah. Right? Everybody wins. All doing fine. Yeah, everybody's doing fine. So you had to leave LA, but you're okay. And a source close to the actors even tells Page Six, you know. A little love between the two of them. It's, it was am, an amicable split. Don't worry about it. Well, yeah, because it was a publationship. I mean, I don't think there was much love lost. No. <sighs> so congratulations. Were you worried? I wasn't worried. Yeah, no, but thank you for the update nonetheless. I'm glad she's well. Hey, when we come back, uh, Holly Roberts has even more for us in the way of gossip, this time with the names left out. They're called blind items, and she'll share them with us as Colleen and I guess our way to the truth right here on My Talk 1071. One. Hey, have you submitted your kitty cat videos for the Cat Video Festival on MyTalk1071.com? No. What are you waiting for? We want to see that cute little kitty I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. Oh, that was not Colleen. That was actually a cat. Yeah. You don't know. Maybe I'm a cat. You're not a cat. That's Holly Roberts playing the kitty cat noises. And here with all the juicy bits of gossip with the names left out, blind items we call them, it's Holly Roberts. Solving celebrity gossip mysteries this afternoon are Colleen and Bradley. Here's your first one. Take a bite out of this. This former A-list mostly movie actress who is essentially retired confirmed a story NT Lawyer told you many years ago that she used to be involved in drug trafficking. <gasps> Ooh, Cameron Diaz. She's a... Dr- <gasps> well, that was the story. Oh, my God. The drug mule story. Okay, tell us more here. Yeah, so what NT Lawyer is saying is that Cameron Diaz confirmed a story that NT Lawyer told you many years ago, that Cameron Diaz used to be involved in drug trafficking. Wow. So he's saying it wasn't an accident. Correct. Or like a, you know, a misstep. It was actually, that's what she did. So mm, I don't, I'm kind of, I'm going to push back a little bit on this because if you were a drug trafficker, would you be like making light of it <laughs> in the media? Well, I will. Yeah. Okay. So th- I'm glad you said that because my, I was going more in the direction of, well, that actually makes sense because remember we had a ton of questions about that story that she told. Well, yeah. Like why wouldn't you and, ask any questions? Right. right? And she kind of skimmed all over it. So I don't know, maybe NT lawyer is saying that that story is a hundred percent true, but that she knew more than she thought she did. Or that she's letting on. Which is fascinating. But maybe... Go ahead. Not... I don't know. Why, I don't know. why is she tell, sharing weird. it? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I would just think, like, Bob, the guy who put the drugs in the case, who has since done time and is now, or I don't know, is still on the inside, is going to, like, do an exclusive with TMZ. Like, yeah, Cameron Diaz was my drug mule, and she got paid a pretty penny. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I just don't know that I would be tempting fate to come back and prove you wrong. If indeed right? she was a you know a drug trafficker in the nineteen, whatever that was nineties. Okay, thank you. 
celebrity gossip mystery to solve? Well, use your magic powers of reasoning and deduction to solve this, Colleen and Bradley. This former A-list singer is trying to sleep with a family member. We've been learning some crazy stuff about this guy the past few weeks. No, 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 no. Colleen, you know the answer. Is it Army Hammer? No. We just talked about it yesterday. Ricky Martin... So is 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 NT saying it's true? NT lawyer, according to the gossip hearsay speculation, mm. is writing that Ricky Martin is trying to sleep with a family member, oh. and that we've been learning some interesting things about Ricky Martin the past few weeks. Oh, I just hope that's not true. Well, it's all just gossip, so don't believe the hype. Yeah, you know, I will oh. say I went back yesterday because I was really troubled by that story because it's just it's a troubling story. Yeah, I was going to say, you were troubled by it. Because it was troubling. (laughs) Because it's troubling. But I wanted to see if anybody else was talking about it other than this one out uh, publication that was referencing other publications. And so whenever I see stories like that, I'm like, oh, like who else is actually reporting on this? Well, the, the Hollywood Reporter actually did a piece that alleged the same claims um, so I, I just hope, I hope, and if you missed the story, dear audience, I would say go back and listen to yesterday's podcast hour one or two. I don't remember exactly. Uh, I think it was one. Okay. Hour one. Or two. Or two. <laughs> um, but the story essentially alleges that he had an affair with his nephew, right? It was three. Okay. Well, we got there. It was That's all that matters. <laughs> Go to yesterday. Uh, sorry. Another celebrity gossip mystery. Colleen and Bradley, please solve the following. This A-B-list singer is on a dating site, but uses the photos of an A-list singer. It's really strange, but, you know, the B-plus lister has had an interesting decade. Wait, was the B plus lister a singer as well? Or yes, A minus B plus list singer. So the singer is using photos of a upper, a higher listed singer. Yes, on their dating site. Like, not headshots. I'm assuming. No, these people used to be friends. Both female or both male. Well. Or one of each. Well. Oh. oh. Okay, that I'm very so confused think about now. an A minus B plus list singer who used to be friends with an A minus list singer. They're not cool anymore. Oh, not for the summer, winter, fall, or spring. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. James oh my God, Taylor, Carly, Harley Simon. <laughs> I would die. Oh my God! Only people over forty got that. Um, no, cool for the summer. Oh, oh yeah. Who was who's that? that? <laughs> Not James cool Taylor. For the summer or Carly no. Simon. Cool. No. Not even Linda Ronstadt. Cool summer. Banana Ram. No, that's um, a different one. Or that's Jackson a different Cusano. one. Um, I that's not like Demi a Lovato, Taylor. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. And Demi and Selena Lo- Gomez. Yes. Oh, thank you, Panda. Yes, Demi Lovato is using photos of Selena Gomez on dating websites. Why? Wait, hold on. Where's Julia? I don't know. She's not here. Why? Yeah, thanks, Julia. There she is. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Julia. 
We don't know. But their former Weird. friends. Why would they do that? Somewhat enemies, I suppose. Okay, that's strange. And that strange. is very strange. People use why fake avatars all the time. So I suppose Demi Lovato is like, "Hey, I'm just doing what other people do. I'm going to lift some pictures of somebody off the World Wide I, Web and say that it's me." I know I'm such a rule follower, but like I've net like when I was on a dating app briefly because I kind of got off of that stuff before it really took off in the way that it probably like there were no dating apps actually it was dating websites because we didn't have Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm old uh i would never have thought to post a photo that wasn't me because i just did that math that i can't help but do which is like the person's gonna be in front of you at some point and they're gonna know and they're they're gonna gonna be like like, hi i have eyeballs Hello. Something ain't right. That's not you. In fact, I would always try to take really, really honest photos. (laughs) Because the last thing you want is somebody showing up thinking they're getting something else. Right. Right. You'd find the most unflattering. (laughs) Yeah. And then everything would be an improvement. And they'd be like, oh my God, you are hot compared to your You look great. Wow. Gosh, I thought I was going to meet with a troll, but you're... I'm sorry, I have a troll fetish, and you're really just not doing it for me. Were you on Maury (laughs) recently? That's the risk you'd run. Because it looks like you just went from a not-to-hot makeover. Wow, you went from geek to chic. Yeah, geek to chic. You went from chic to ooh. Ooh. All right, sorry. Let's move on, shall we? Blinded by the idol. Let's uh, move on to... This celebrity gossip mystery with all of the dress drama, one person who has been very quiet is the supposed boyfriend of the actress. Perhaps this will force the end of their relationship out into the open. With all, did you say with all this oh. dress drama? Yes, there was dress so drama was over a, the weekend. Okay, so I oh. thought that was going to be a Kim Kardashian yeah, story. No, it's not okay, Kim so, Kardashian. Oh, this had to do with Florence? somebody. Yeah, Florence Pugh. Yes. God rest her soul. Rest in peace. No, Florence Pugh. What's going on with Florence but, Pugh? Oh, she wore this pink. Is it was it Valentini? Valentino dress. Just the Valentini. <laughs> it was Louis Valentini. Louis Valentini. Um, <laughs> it was this pink dress that was um, very sheer on the top, and you could see her. Oh yeah, she was. And she her said nipples, something like, "And her what was her response?" To the world that people like something about like why are you so afraid of breasts mm. that like people felt very free to have all kinds of opinions about how her breasts looked in this dress and she's like I'm comfortable with my body leave me alone okay so there was all that that was the dress drama mm-hmm. but you're but saying what, is there some but there's a relationship that has ended yes. Her significant other is not supporting her publicly. Oh. Who would that be? And they're not I supporting her who. because they're not together anymore. Mm. Ooh, but we don't that know be? that they're not together is what you're saying? Correct. Oh. Oh. Um, okay, hold on. I have to look this up. Zach Braff? I did not know that oh, they were dating. Either. Ooh, yeah. interesting. A ding for Colleen. Because with all of the nipple drama, 
allegedly, mm. supposedly. Over the weekend, uh, Zach Braff is not publicly supporting his alleged girlfriend, Florence Pugh. But the thing is, is that they broke up. Maybe they'll have to address this publicly now. Mm-hmm. By the way, thank you to Donna Valentine, who has gotten bitten by the autocorrect bug oh, no. and texted me Zach Bragg and then texted me just Bragg, Bragg. and yeah. then just texted me Don't you love it when Braff. that happens? Thank you, Donna. <laughs> thank you, Donna. She knew. And thank you, Holly, for all those delicious blind items as per usual, even though some of them were very confusing, but we figured it yeah. out nonetheless. Hey, when we come there. back, Colleen is still watching TV and she's got something she wants to tell us about on that there TV and she'll do I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ooh, we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Happy birthday! Seventh caller, 651-641-1071. will win a pair of tickets to My Talk's 20th birthday bash, presented by Chan Hessen Dinner Theaters. For all you work- Hello, ladies, and good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm the Bradley. That's the Colleen. Hi. Who has been watching lots of television on her phone or another true. screen? Somewhere in the depths of the American Midwest. Colleen, what are you watching? In fact, let's just kick this off with a here's what we're watching live. You you guys watch that television show together, don't you? you? Team Cobra presents Here's Here's What We're Watching Live. Okay, you guys. So I watched season one of this show, and then season two came out about a month ago. And I finally am getting around to Love on the Spectrum, Hmm. the second season. Is that Netflix? It is Netflix. So I think I've decided, because I think I said the other week that Netflix didn't have anything to offer me. And suddenly you've been watching everything on Netflix? Yeah, to challenge myself to watch more Netflix, because there is a lot there. And I remembered that I had loved this show the first time it came around. It is... Definitely a documentary, but I can see how people might call it a dating show. It really aims more to be a documentary than a dating show, but it follows um, a handful, I think maybe six or seven okay. people on the spectrum and their dating lives. So the first season was actually shot in Australia. The second season is shot in the United States of America. That's our country. Thanks. And you're welcome. (laughs) And I love this show. I love this show. I remember when I first dipped my toe in the first season, I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. I didn't, I wanted it to not be something that um, made fun of or tried to, um, I don't know, poke fun. Make light of. Make light of, yeah. And it didn't. It handled the storytelling so beautifully. Um, it is true documentary. So everything that is shot is shot the way it happened. Um, 
the documentary. It's not like a reality show where everything's like scripted it's and not. you can tell. Yeah. Okay. And at the same time, it has the entertaining sensibility of a reality show. Okay. In the sense that, like, the people and the and I, I, I almost always want to use the word characters because the people are so different and what they do so beautifully is they again so it's about people on the autism spectrum dating and what they've done is they've they've really helped they've really helped to paint a picture of how broad the spectrum of autism mm-hmm. is so, sure. they so they're really sharing ha- perspectives and insight that most people probably wouldn't have about those on exactly. the spectrum and and they really hit a lot of different areas of the spectrum, right? Because you go from, you know, a lower functioning to a really extremely high functioning individual and there's gradations in between. And um I, there's a there's a saying in the autism community, if you know a person with autism, then you know a person with autism because it is it truly is a spectrum. And so what I love so much about it though is that you find yourself completely endeared to these people and understanding them as individuals and what they're looking for in a partner and how they want to go on dates. So it works on that level. Mm-hmm. But then on another level, it, I think if you are a person who has gravitated toward that show, whether you, you know, whether you know a lot about autism or, this is your only connection to autism is the show you learn so much about autism and about how it affects the person who has autism and what the gifts and challenges are and how it affects the family members around the person with autism all through the lens of watching them try to find love so it sounds like it's instructive as well as it is entertaining yeah, but they but it doesn't beat you over the head with it. So it doesn't it just is a slice of life. Um How many episodes just, is this? Oh, I you know, I think it's like 8, 7 or 8 and I got And there's I, only two I, seasons? Um there's two seasons available, right? And the first one aired I think I don't know last year or maybe the year before. And that was in Australia, on Netflix, you said. And that one was in Australia and then this one is in the United States. And um Oh, I was going to say something else about it. It's just very easy to watch. It's like 45 minutes and you will find yourself just completely adoring certain, you know, relationships or people or there will be moments where you're like, oh, this is really hard and awkward. And then there will be like these amazing moments, like if they have their first kiss or something like that. It's just it is such a heartwarming show. I cannot recommend it enough. Is it? Uh, is each episode like one couple, or is it like how no. is it? Uh, what's the narrative structure? So that's kind of why. That's kind of how it. Um, it'll fool you a little bit into thinking you're watching a reality show, but you have to remember that it's a documentary in the sense that like they don't go back and interview people and try to make a scene seem like it was something that it wasn't. They really present it very purely. But what they do is they sort of weave the storylines in and out. So you'll, you know, sit with one couple or one person for, you know, maybe like four minutes and then they'll move on to another person. And then, and then in the next episode, it reminds me of a little bit of like a TLC show where they sort of weave storylines in together. 
And that's because of that familiarity. That's why I want to be sure that people realize that it's like a, it's definitely shot in a documentary style. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like going to be your typical reality show where like TLC special where there's like a beginning, middle and an end. This is just taking you on a journey, but not one that is tightly edited. Yeah, and you'll see them, you'll see the characters, they're not characters, they're people, the people go on speed dates, and things that like... Is it like all sort of effusively positive, or is there like some drama? Like what's, you know, does it make you like uncomfortable at any point? Yeah, there's some uncomfortable drama, like for example, and I won't give too much away, but there is one of the, one of the subjects, um, she tells the person on the first date a little bit too much about how she's feeling in the moment and then she decides after a couple dates she really wants to dial it back and there's like kind of awkward conversation and people's feelings getting hurt and it is so you there is like there are those moments but but seeing how but with that neurodivergent like mm -hmm. dealing with that but that's also extremely relatable yeah everything you just said yeah right yeah so it's a great show. I really cannot recommend it enough. It's like what the world needs right now. And that's Love on the Spectrum on Netflix season two. Correct. Thank you, Colleen. Yeah. When we come back, remember how we loved self-checkout? We were like, everybody says you're supposed to yeah. hate it. No, we love it. Well, I'm going to give we you a reason it. to not love it when we return. I'm sorry. I great. just, I have to right here on my talk. Great. 1071. Bye.